We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Ravens and Cardinals square off in preseason action this weekend, and the newest Cardinal and former Baltimore wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown was asked yet again why he wanted out of Baltimore. Some took exception to Brown's comments, while others are just plain sick and tired of this conversation. We'll, of course, take a look at both angles coming up. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Thursday, August 18th, and this is is your morning Ravens vault. So Ravens second year wide receiver Rashad Bateman knows he has high expectations to live up to in Baltimore this season and he recently shared why he feels things are looking awfully bright for him entering year two. Plus John Harbaugh provided an update on Tyler Linderbaum's recovery timeline And I'll give you a few notable takeaways from Wednesday's practice. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So Marquise Hollywood Brown spoke with the media ahead of the Ravens-Cardinals preseason matchup on Sunday night, and he was asked why he requested a trade from Baltimore. His answer? Of course. It had social media buzzing, Sarah. Right. Many aren't buying part of his explanation for wanting out. At least they're not buying the public statement he gave Wednesday. Let's take a listen, and then we'll break it down on the other side. People get it wrong. Like, I, I loved being at the Ravens, uh, just the organization. And what I, what I stand for on the football field is what they stand for. It was just some, you know, for my career. Uh, that I had that I had to do, but I love you know everything that the Ravens do, what they stand for, and everything like that. Okay, fair enough. That part is believable. Brown and Lamar Jackson were best friends and inseparable. The wide receiver room was close, and the Ravens are known for being one of the best franchises in all of football. So we get it. He liked the Ravens, but. If Brown agrees with everything that they stand for, why would he want to part ways? Here's where things get interesting. Uh, Yeah, it's about happiness. I mean, you know, I want to feel like, you know, I'm a part of something to win. I mean, at the Ravens, I just feel like sometimes they they really didn't need me. Like, regardless if I was there or not, 
they're going to win games. And, you know, I love the game too much. I want to be involved. Yes, yeah, Sarah, I know you find that interesting, especially the part where he said he wanted to be more involved. I mean, he did have 146 targets last season, which was the ninth most of any receiver in the league. That's top 10 league-wide. Yeah, it's a lot. It's really, really a lot. That's the part of his explanation that many people aren't buying. It's hard to believe that he would get more than that in Arizona. Because Brown is now joining an offense where he may not get fed like he did by Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. He'll have to share targets with all-pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, Pro Bowl wide receiver A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, an up-and-comer. And that's not even mentioning three-time Pro Bowl tight end Zach Ertz. Now, that doesn't mean he won't be a featured part of the offense. He will. Plus, he'll reunite with his former college quarterback, Kyler Murray. So he'll get his fair share of targets. It's just hard to believe he'll crack the top 10 again like he did with the Ravens. But let me say this, Bobby. Brent is a smart guy. He knows the numbers. I think he knows he's not going to feast much more than he did in Baltimore in terms of target share. So you and I, we would have to put on our analyst hats to decipher what he's really trying to say. All right, let's do exactly that then, Sarah. Why do you think he wanted out of Baltimore? I definitely have some thoughts on this after you. Well, I think in these quotes, he's mostly just trying to be professional about what he's really trying to express. To me, I pay more attention to what he said in that first clip. He said that this was something he had to do for his career. Think about it. He's heading into the fourth and final year of his rookie contract, and he's playing for a run-first offense that is known for playing bully ball. Brown stands in at 5'9 and a buck 70. Being a bully isn't exactly his reputation. So at the end of the day, this offense just doesn't quite match up with his strengths, and that's got to be a little concerning for him heading into a contract year. So do you think he really just wanted to criticize Greg Roman's offense that he spent three years in, but is just being professional and didn't want to? Or what do you think? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he just wanted to criticize Greg Roman's offense. But in my view, Greg Roman is just a symptom of the direction the Ravens franchise as a whole is going. So if they were to let go of Roman, all they would do is replace him with another Roman type of coordinator who would also implement this bully ball style of play, this run first, this tight end centric pass game. So to me, it's too surface level to say the Ravens offense isn't wide receiver friendly. It's more than that. I would say the Ravens franchise isn't wide receiver friendly. Let's not forget this franchise has historically not been willing to pay market value for wide receivers. I looked it up, Bobby. Baltimore has spent in the bottom 10 of the NFL at the wide receiver position in each of the past years, except for one. The highest they paid was in 2017, and that ranked at number 17. So that's not just a decision that that they've made since Lamar Jackson has been the quarterback. That also spans back to Joe Flacco, who is a traditional dropback pocket passer. Yeah, I just want to play devil's advocate here for a minute, if I may. We mentioned Brown's 146 targets from last season and how they stacked up to be top 10 league-wide. But Sarah, what should also be noted is that Baltimore was almost forced to be more pass-heavy last year, given the limitations in its running back room and, most importantly, having to function 
without Lamar Jackson down the stretch. Was this pass-heavy approach taken somewhat of an outlier? I mean, the numbers suggest maybe so. Plus, we haven't even mentioned how drafting Rashad Bateman in 2021 may have impacted Brown's future visions with the organization. Yeah, no doubt. I think that's a fair point. Bateman coming in, contract year coming up. I think he saw the writing on the wall. But hey, at the end of the day, I don't know how mad anybody can be mad at Hollywood. We all know defenders like to come to Baltimore because they're known for its defense. Running backs and offensive linemen like to come to Baltimore because it's known for running. So it makes sense to me that Brown and other wide receivers would prefer to go to teams that are more known for throwing. And Bobby, what's funny is literally, as we are doing this podcast, Marquise Brown just retweeted a fan commenting on the video that you posted from his presser. Let me read what this tweet says. It says, uh, this fan tweeting, but Marquise Brown retweeted it, so we're assuming he agrees with it. The fan says, Brown could have been a diva and publicly demanded the trade. Didn't. Media takes every opportunity to create a divisive narrative. He respectfully downplays them all. Caught several game-winning TDs, but fans stay in his mentions chirping good riddance. And yet, he's praising Baltimore. Yeah, and the account that Hollywood chose to retweet is at jstansbury04, Jonathan Stansbury. But, uh, Sarah, you know, look, I I assume that Brown agrees with that sentiment since he retweeted it. And honestly, I think it's fair. We already said he's trying to be professional with keeping things in-house. And that's that. But still to come here on the vault, the wide receiver who's expected to inherit most of those targets that Brown got last year. We just mentioned him. Rashad Bateman thinks his future's bright in Baltimore. Don't go anywhere. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, obviously much has been made of the high expectations that surround second-year wide receiver Rashad Bateman, especially given where he was drafted in 2021 and Marquise Brown's offseason departure. With so much focus and attention on those two angles, it's easy to overlook the fact that Bateman wasn't even available this time last year. Right. I mean, let's not forget that Bateman's groin injury he was dealing with this time last year prevented him from playing in Baltimore's first five games. Definitely way further ahead than I was last year. I mean, that feels good. Um, I was talking about that the other day with somebody. Um, 
this time last year I wasn't here, so thank God I'm blessed, healthy, keep going, keep fighting, but I'm definitely loving where we're going right now. That was Bateman during his Wednesday media availability. You know, the 22-year-old still found a way to finish his rookie campaign, having logged 46 catches for 515 yards and a touchdown in 12 games played, Sarah. Yeah, his talent is undeniable, Bobby, but what's Bateman saying about being the guy this year in Baltimore? In this town, with how heavily criticized wide receivers tend to be, that can be like carrying the weight of the world around. Yeah, easier said than done in Baltimore for sure. Bateman was asked point blank, though, if he's relishing the opportunity to be the Ravens' top option at wide receiver. This was his response. No, not really. I'm just a competitor. So I'm going to be a competitor from wide receiver one, two, three, four, five, six, no matter what I am. But I'm just blessed to be in a position that I am. And obviously, I got to stay competitive and I will stay competitive. You know, Bateman has this quiet, unassuming confidence to him if you listen closely. He's not a man of many words, but he does like where he's at right now. Of course, just north of three weeks until week one. Right now, I'm way further than I was last year, so things look bright for me right now, I feel it. Time will tell, but given the flashes he's shown throughout camp of elite route running, reliable pass catching, and being that deep vertical threat for Lamar Jackson, there's a whole lot of promise for number seven entering 2022. So knock on wood, and I mean knock on wood, but John Harbaugh gave some more encouraging news on the injury front on Wednesday. Sarah, what's going on? Yeah, I don't want to jinx anything, especially after last season, but the Ravens have had more positive than negative injury news so far this offseason. And the latest is that rookie center, Tyler Linderbaum, who has been dealing with the foot injury, is expected to return to practice Friday. Now, Harbaugh said that he won't play in this weekend's preseason game, but at least he is getting the process started. Yeah, that's really good news considering all the reports that it could be his Liz Frank tendon back from his college days at Iowa. And now, really, this could give Linderbaum a chance to get action in the third and final preseason game should he be available. Exactly, and that will be very helpful as the 22-year-old continues to acclimate to the NFL level. So Tuesday marked the final day of traditional Ravens training camp. Sarah, what were some of the practice notes of the final session that you feel are noteworthy? Well, it wasn't a particularly glowing day for the offense, according to reports. Lamar Jackson threw just his third interception over 17 practice, so not a bad rate overall. But while facing a blitz, Jackson threw deep to a heavily covered Mark Andrews, and then safety Marcus Williams came up with his first interception of camp. But Williams wasn't just done there. He added a second pick off Anthony Brown during 7-on-7s. Seven also, rookie cornerback Jalen Armour Davis left practice early, while being assisted by medical staff. Harbaugh said Armour Davis hit his head after taking a fall and will be examined. We'll keep an eye on that. And finally, the longest completion of the day was a 70-yard touchdown bomb from Tyler Huntley to receiver Bailey Gaither. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with the fact that former Ravens center Bradley Bozeman sustained an ankle injury at Carolina Panthers practice recently, and he's going to be sidelined two to three weeks as a result. Elsewhere, apparently Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen has his swagger back. 
Jonas Schaefer of the Baltimore Sun tweeted this out during Wednesday's practice. Quote, defensive wins are rare in running backs versus inside linebacker one-on-ones, but Patrick Queen just had a dime of a play. Justice Hill ran an out and up. Queen didn't bite on the out, matched Hill on the vertical portion, then caught the pass with one hand, trapping it against his pads, close quote. Queen then quote tweeted Schaefer and wrote, my confidence is back. Back to work with a 100 emoji. And finally, late Baltimore sports superfan and Orioles Hall of Famer Mo Gabba was honored by EA Sports in its Madden 2023 edition video game this week. The new release features an overhead shot of M&T Bank Stadium with a direct shot of the emboldened M.O. in Baltimore, which is painted in the Ravens' end zone. Gabba, of course, passed away in the summer of 2020 after battling cancer. He was just 14 years old. And thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. If you love our show, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Friday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault.